Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, Masters in Exercise Science and Minor in Reality, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Before I start today, I'd like to just do a quick programming note. I would like to thank you personally for listening to this podcast. Today makes the 52nd podcast, which means I've been doing this for a full year. And I wouldn't have continued to do it if it hadn't been for you listening. So thank you very much for listening. And I hope you've got something out of it to make your fitness funner. And I hope we'll be able to continue this. So last week, we talked about the fascia and exactly what it is and exactly what it does and exactly how it gets shortened which causes pain in the body and this is episode three of this series and I said that this week I would give you some idea of what to do about it so we're going to start and we're going to talk about some foam rolling and some stretching I talked a little bit about foam rolling and stretching last week one thing I really want to make sure that you understand is the place that it hurts is almost always a symptom. It is not where the problem is. And I've heard it said, and I think I've said this before, that the criminal generally doesn't hang around the scene of the crime. The sore knee is the scene of the crime. The criminal is somewhere else in the body, and you have to find where it is. And I use for an example, most people I know talk about how tight their hamstrings are. Oh my goodness, my hamstrings hurt. Oh, my hamstrings are tight. And so whenever you tell them to foam roll, the first thing they want to do is grab a foam roll and start grinding up and down on their hamstrings and then doing a toe touch and stretching out those hamstrings. And your hamstrings are not the problem. Your hamstrings were tight to start with. Your hamstrings were stretched about as tight as they could get because you have an anterior pelvic tilt caused by your hip flexors being tight which is the front of your thighs. And whenever those are tight, they pull the pelvis forward. They put too much of a strain on your lower back. They cause your hamstrings to feel tight. They cause your calves to feel tight. They cause your shoulders to feel tight. And so a lot of the pain that you are experiencing comes from simply having tight hip flexors. And the reason we have tight hip flexors is a lot of us spend a massive amount of time during the day sitting, which causes our hip flexors to be shortened and causes them to get tight. We also have very weak glutes. Our glutes should be used for almost every bit of walking that we do and everything else. But if you want to tell a muscle to relax, you stretch it. If you also want to tell it to relax, you put pressure on it. When we sit on our butts, that stretches the gluteal muscle out and puts pressure on it so it just decides I'm not going to do anything so with weak glute muscles and a tight antagonist which is the hip flexor that causes everything else to be thrown out of alignment so what do we do about it well the first thing I would recommend is to foam roll your hip flexors now, I see a lot of different videos by a lot of different people, and I, don't, I won't swear that theirs is wrong, but I've been taught differently from a lot of the videos. So I'm going to tell you the way that I recommend that you, hip, that you foam roll your hip flexors. And if you're unable to do the foam rolling this way, then there are alternatives, but we'll not get into those on this particular podcast. So there's three different things you do for 
when you foam roll. First thing you have to do is you have to find the trigger point. You have to find the myofascial knot. And generally that's considered finding the sore spot. When you're foam rolling and you find a spot, they go, wow, that really hurts. Um, then you found the spot that you're looking for. I also want to add that when you're foam rolling, you don't get a medal for hurting worse than somebody else. So if you're doing some foam rolling and it hurts worse than a five on a scale of one to 10, you're not getting any more benefit than somebody that's hurting a three on a scale of one to 10. I mean, it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable, but if it's more than, say, a three or four on a scale of one to 10, you need to do something different. You need to take a little bit of weight off of it. You need to get a softer foam roller, something, because more pain does not mean more efficacy. Now, the different things you can do for a foam roller once you have found the tight spot is you can roll latitudinally, so up and down across the tight spot. You can go side to side across the tight spot, or you can do what's called a pin and stretch, where you hold it in place and you flex the muscle through the tight spot. All of those have shown to be pretty much equally effective, so what I was taught and what I recommend is that you do all three of them. So if you're going to do, let's just start with the hip flexors. You're going to lay down on top of your foam roller. You're going to put it right underneath your hip bone. You can't foam roll bone. So you get right underneath the hip bone and you start very slowly rolling down the front of the leg. You should find a spot in there that's fairly tender. Now I say fairly tender. It doesn't need to feel like you've been stabbed with an ice pick. Rolling up and down the legs, up and down, and I, I see people when they do this, I say roll down fairly slow, and they're just, boom, they're at the knee, wham, they're back up at the hip, and it's like, that's not fairly slowly, you need to take it easy, and roll down, and when you find the spot, then hold on it, and I'll, then you roll about an inch down and an inch up on that spot, you do that very, very slowly, about six times. Then you put the sore spot right dead in the middle of the foam roller. That sounds like so much fun, doesn't it? And then you rock yourself about an inch side to side on top of it. And you do that about six times. Then if you can, if it hurts too bad, you can't do this. But if you can, you flex your knee and straighten it back out. And you do that six times. That's the pin and stretch. You've now relieved that one myofascial knot. Now you could keep going for the entire length of the leg if you've got that much time and that much patience i don't recommend it do the one spot do a stretch then next time you get a chance do the next spot and get a stretch and it'll take a while this is a progress a process but you didn't get this tight overnight so you're probably not going to cure it overnight so the way you stretch this is you're going to kneel on your knees put uh, the knee that you just stretched that leg, you put it on the ground, have the other foot on the ground so that the knee's at 90 degrees, and you slowly push the hips forward, and you'll feel a stretch down the front of that leg. And if you want an even better stretch, you hold your hand for the down leg straight up in the air. Most of us that played sports of any kind, which I didn't play many, but you know, in my PE classes, the coaches would have you hold it for 10 seconds and you move on. That is absolutely horrible advice the muscle doesn't have time to react to the stretch in a 10 second period and so it contracts and then you go do something else and you've actually done more harm than good pretty much a minimum amount of time for you to hold this stretch is going to be 30 seconds and so you hold this stretch for 30 seconds it, you may need to hold it up to two minutes and then you go on to the next muscle and start uh, and do some foam rolling there. 
And the next muscle you're going to do would be your calf. The calf is the second biggest problem area. And this time you'll start with the foam roller right below the knee. And if you're using a foam roller, you probably want to stack one leg on top of the other one. Uh, you can use a softball if you want to get really aggressive on this. But let's start with a foam roller. You stack the other leg on top of it. You roll down whenever you find a tender spot. You um, up and down six times. Roll the leg side to side six times. Flex the ankle six times. Then you get to a wall. Get several steps back from the wall. Lean in. Make a straight line from the ankles to the shoulders. Make sure that you keep the toe pointing forwards. It'll feel like it's pointing forward, but it'll either be pointing into the middle or out to the side. You don't bend the knee. If you bend the knee, that stretches a different muscle from where you just foam rolled. You don't bend the knee. You lean into it, and you hold that for 30 seconds to two minutes. The next biggest problem area is going to be your lats. That You're going to lay on your side on the foam roller. You're going to put it right under your armpit and start down. As soon as you feel a tender spot, up and down, roll side to side, sweep the arm back and forth. And to stretch it out, you're going to put... You do both sides. You're going to put both hands on the, get on all fours, put both hands on the foam rollers and roll it forward till the shoulders stretch out and your arms are straight out in front of you and you're looking down. It's a lot like child's pose in yoga and you hold that. Now there's a multitude of other things that you probably need to foam roll and stretch, but to even begin to give you an idea of that, you need to see an exercise professional, someone that can tell you exactly what to do. But these are the ones that are problems on almost everybody. So if you'll take some time and you'll stretch these and you'll foam roll these and you'll do it on a regular basis, your range of motion will improve, your flexibility will improve, your pain level will decrease, and your fitness will get to be a whole lot funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.